Oracle Soup. Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies. Two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page, where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now, and it's ready to be served. Hello, hello. Here we are at the kitchen table in our favorite spot, together actually, and it is time for another episode of Kitchen Table Conversations. I am Gina Thies, and ooh, grooving over there is my partner in crime. Hello, Katrina. Yes, we are dangerous, aren't we? Yes, this is Katrina Wynn. And, you know, it's such a thrill when we get to actually be together. We only get to do that a couple of times a year. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And then when we bring in other friends, that's like even extra cool. It's like the icing on the cake. And then we can all get into trouble together, right? Uh, and sometimes we do. I mean, you know, a certain person here has known to have a li- some lively times. So, you know, oh, it's all good, right? <laughs> It's all good. We have lively times, especially when we go to tarot conferences or we just hang out together. We've got more wonderful times coming, actually. I'm so looking forward to you coming to Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes, we'll have to. (laughs) That is going to be interesting. You know, it's always wonderful, though, that we have time to share. We bring some wonderful people in. And the particular guests we're going to have this episode, I really love the richness and deepness and creativity that she exudes. And um, just, you know, in our in our conversation, we go into some really interesting places. We talk about ancestors, we go into, you know, what it means and what the purpose of or our purpose in terms of using the tool tarot and other tools. So, you know, we even go beyond that, Gina. We go into the, the tool itself, kind of opening us up to be more aware, aware of what it wants us to be aware of, becoming more intuitive. It's kind of like, uh, you know, we think we have a purpose. It's a little bit like that saying that says, tell God what your plans are, you know? It's like, well, yeah, you can laugh at that because there is a sort of a plan behind the plan that we can't always see. And that's the beauty of working with Tro. And that's what I love working with Regina LaRocca. And she's also another Oregonian. We've got some amazing folks out here in Oregon who do Tarot. And I think you're going to enjoy what she has to share with us. And a lot of it was inspired by her talk that she had at Newt's in 2018, which is the Northwest Tarot Symposium. And also she came out with her own oracle. And it's so amazing because the images that she was inspired by were photographs that her father had created. And she decided to make a deck out of that. 
And then she wrote the book, and to me, the book just totally outshines the images. It's like there's so much rich information, and she's sharing with you her personal philosophy and why she was involved with Tarot in the first place. So I just want you to hold on to your seats. This will be a taste of Regina, someone that I've known for many, many years. Actually, Gina, I've known her more than longer than i've known you oh wow wow there you go well well we we were together and it felt like we had all known each other for a number of years anyway she's you know kindred in spirit to me and i love her approach to readings it's it 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 aligns with my own and we touched on a lot of topics uh in points where we align so i think you guys are going to find this very very interesting a very good good show Welcome to another episode of Oracle Soup Kitchen Table Conversation. I am Gina Thies and I am here in the kitchen at the table with my gal pal, Katrina Wynn. Yes, indeed. And I can't think of a more wonderful kitchen table that I would like to be sitting at than with you, my dear Gina. Oh, <laughs> here we are together. <laughs> yes. Actually. The rarity and, of that. And we have the Gina, we have the Katrina, and we have another fabulous Ina in the room with us. <laughs> in this case, it's Regina LaRocca. Did I say that right, LaRocca? Yes, that's correct. Yes. People say LaRocca, but it's not right. So I like it better. That's how they say it in New York. But in, it, in Italy, you're correct. Ah, and I love Italian also. But yeah, right amore Italiano, LaRocca. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is I had the opportunity to listen to Regina speak at Newt's in 2018, which is the Northwest Tarot Symposium. And, you know, there's something you brought up, Regina, that just touched me at my core. And I was so inspired to have this conversation with you about it. And I'm hoping it touches more of our listeners because it's not just about how do you learn to row or oracles or how do you do it or what are the rules or you know what's the fun part of it but it's the thing behind the thing it's like why do it how is it a tool for really really wonderful things in the world and that's I just want to start there when I was a kid my big thing was about how do I bring the tools back to the people. I don't know how I got this at such a young age, but I just remember hearing about all the people that used to know all these things about what plants to eat and what medicines and how he healed this and how this was an old wives tale and none of that's real. And I'm like, it had to be real or all these people wouldn't have been doing it for all these generations. And I want to remember all this stuff. And it's not fair that everybody that knew all that stuff's dead and nobody kept it going. And I want to bring all this stuff back. And so my intention was when, when I first started studying all this is we need to remember these things because the cultures that do use these tools have been living sustainably on the planet for centuries and they've stayed in balance and sustainable with the earth and they've always checked in with spirit before they hunt before they gather plants before they make any big decisions on the earth and they've stayed in balance with the other life forms here and our culture isn't doing that and we have a great experiment of where that leads and so my intention was like, as I get lined back up with these tools, how do I get everybody else lined back up with the tools? And, and when everyone has their own direct conduit back to the other side, we'll be able to check in with the rest of the life on the planet and hopefully make some big changes here. It's interesting because I can remember 
like my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and before the age of cell phones and all this technology, it's like they would know when a storm was coming. They would know when the weather was going to be, you know, weird or change. Or they knew. They would know. Even my mother, till this day, she knew when Hurricane Katrina was coming and was going to be a bad one. And she was like, the the Tuesday or the a few days before it happened, she's like, I want to go. So that is how, in terms of tradition and those things, they knew those things just because they didn't have any other tools. And they understood how to read weather patterns and look at the sky and all that sort of stuff. So those energies and those traditions are so important. And in terms of, you know, the elders had that information way back when, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, in, in being a reader or a practitioner, to me, that's very, very important to bring forward and to learn to stay in tune with that. So that's interesting. And what I, maybe it was my own imagining or visioning or my own excitement about tarot work, but to know that tarot can be such a powerful tool. That tarot in and of itself, no matter what you're using it for, it in itself is teaching you how to be more in tuned and how to be multidimensional person and how to um, listen more deeply and how to be more connected with more of life and not be afraid of it, not to be in that place of fear, but more love and respect and appreciation. So it's almost like a grandmother in itself. It's like a teacher for us. And it reminds us of things that we knew, but perhaps forgot. And I I love it when it's used that way. And I think that's what it does. You have to develop a sensitivity level in order to pick up information through a divina- any divination tool or even just to do a psychic reading. You have to have this level of sensitivity. And so in order to find that place in yourself to become that sensitive, then you're going to start feeling other things that are going on. Like you'll start to feel what's going on with your pets and the people in your house and your plants. And, and because you've, lo- you've brought that consciousness to that delicate, finite sensations and we've lost that because we've kind of got numb when we're getting bombarded with horrific information and news all the time and and it's so fast short attention span everything that no one's slowing down and developing that sensitivity so once you have that you have empathy and once you and when you have empathy it changes a lot of decision making processes and we are so overly conditioned not to be sensitive to these things we have we're getting to the point where it's only a few emotions it's like so uh, and and I think that especially in our young children they're losing uh, social cues and how to to interact so I think that's important uh, one of the things I want to touch upon that we, we talked about is in terms of purpose as a practitioner and how to find that and what do you what do you do when you have these fabulous tools and um, in our uh, panel discussion that we also had during the 2018 newts um, we talked about um, finding your niche and what do you do everybody has an urgency they come to their tools with an urgency to help like they think I'm going to want to help others some people think they're like I'm just doing it for myself but it always branches out to where you can't have this knowledge and not pass it on or be able to help someone through something so um, in finding that not everybody has to be a professional reader not everybody has to counsel on relationships not everybody has to be you know the the top-notch advisor but you have to find your purpose and what that means. For instance, I decided as a reader, I really wanted to help women through difficult relationships. And because I myself 
was learning the lesson. So it's like I want to do everything I can, not only about learning what the cards say, but I branched out to all sorts of other information. You know, I went into psychology. I went into looking at patterns and all these other things that helped me be able to use that tool efficiently. So now what's going on in my mind is this idea of Tarot not only being a teacher and opening us up, especially to our intuition, but also is, is a, a healing oracle, healing for ourselves and then passing that on as a service to others. And I know that's big time for me. That's the only way I would do readings because as some people know, I studied Tarot as a solitary practitioner as a book of wisdom for 20 years. It never even occurred to me to do readings for other people because I knew I wouldn't be doing fortune telling. It just wasn't my style. And then when people started asking me to do readings, I went, well, I got to develop my style and it went right into tarot counseling because to me the tarot wasn't about entertainment or you know telling people what's around the corner it's about how to be prepared for the next step in your life how to embrace the next step of your life or embrace right now or maybe even have some peace with your past you know how to uh, just be really full in the moment and full of life yeah and I have mine kind of it once you start, it steers you. It starts to steer you into a direction of, of what you're naturally passionate about. And so I've always been very intrigued with law of attraction because it has to do with frequency and bandwidth and our energy. And as we heal the emotional body, we start to heal ourselves. And that determines our frequency because I'm also a musician. And so get all tangled up with notes and tones and what we're in resonance with and what we're not. So most of my readings are also focused on what's your point of attraction in the moment and how do we change our thinking and our perspective so we see the astral in a more positive way so by law of attraction we start our outcome cards start to be more in alignment to what we want through our higher self and through our divine will and so I, I don't do readings really about anything else I try to take the question that people have and go look at your point of attraction with what you're wanting or what you're asking about and this is where you're headed is that where you want to be headed and if not how do we get some advice cards in here to change the perspective so you can change, you have some power in your reality. So it sounds like it's a two-way street, or even a three-way street, if you want to consider the cards of the divine as the third entity. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I love that approach about taking the question at hand. Um, I know a lot of practitioners are in the habit of rephrasing. Do you do that, rephrase and change the question? I, I leave it where it is because I think putting my input and trying mm -hmm. to get changes the whole outlook and outcome so I leave it where it is and then we work from there sometimes I rephrase it if it's worded in a yes or no or either or scenario because mm -hmm. I feel like we have to make our own free will and not get a yes or no from the cards and so if they come in with a yes or no question I'll rephrase it like what do I need to see about this situation so I can get a clear answer in myself right. or word it but it, I stick with what they're wanting to know about right right I sometimes just word it differently so the intention is set Clear. Interesting. Yes, yes. And then I have a third approach, <laughs> which includes those sometimes too. But uh, being the counselor, we're really good at reframing things. And um, sometimes there's a question behind the question. And rather than let the cards dig it out for the person, I'm like, let's just start off with it. What would you really want to know? In other words, I'm seeing there's a repeating pattern or something in their life. And I'm going, well, do you really want to know what's around the corner? Or do you want to know why the same thing keeps showing up around the corner? <laughs> you know? And so let's find out the thing behind the thing and address that because 
I'm a very powerful person to help you with this, and we might as well make the best of my time here. You know, I want you to get the best information that's really going to help you and support you the most right now. Yes, very cool. One last thing about that is sometimes sitting with a reader, and you may have noticed this, both of you, is that that sometimes is the only moment a person has had to sit down with themselves. And so it's very important to listen through, sometimes in the question, and you, you let them talk. And some I've seen many of people just kind of break down and get emotional, and it's like, I haven't said anything yet. What's going on? And so they're already full, and they just need to get it out. So um, in the work that you do, you have to allow the person's process, I think, during the reading process. Yeah. yeah. Well, do we have any last thoughts or wisdom for people looking for the thing behind the thing? It's like, why are you really doing this work? What is your purpose in life? What are the cards asking of you to be of service in the world? And what's your philosophy? So are you, do you have an opinion about what, where you're getting the information from and what's your spiritual beliefs around how that's working? And, and to define that for yourself so you know where it's coming from and what you're going, the purpose of what you're going to do with it once you get the answers from the cards. I always advise students to write their mission statement. You know, so that helps them kind of frame what they want to do. And I, I think it's fluid. Sometimes it's like what I wanted to do and started out 10 years ago or 20 years ago for tarot is much different than what I'm doing now. So I had to go through and develop those things. So start off with a basic mission statement and then work from there. Well, I can't tell you what a delight it's been to have Regina at the kitchen table conversation with us here at Oracle Soup. And thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate Absolutely. You guys inviting thank you me. for sitting at the table with us. It's <laughs> been a pleasure. Likewise. Thank you for spending time with us on Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.org, for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the feed burner or listen to our pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings, along with articles and links to more resources. And be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org. And counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. Org, like in Oregon, O-R-G. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com. An advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. This content is intended, but not promised or guaranteed, to be current, 
complete or up to date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now. <laughs>